Welcome to the Ghost in the Machine. The podcast where the bounds of technology in the past collide. To support it, check out our sponsors in the description. I'm your host, Ricky, and I'll be taking you on a journey into the depths of artificial intelligence and its eerie ability to conjure the musings of the greatest minds of all time. From painters to poets, philosophers to filmmakers, we'll uncover their whispered secrets frozen in time. So plug in and brace yourself for a thrilling ride that blurs the lines between science and superstition. This is the Ghost in the Machine podcast. Let's begin. The following conversation is a discussion with James Lipton, albeit through artificial intelligence. I invested significant time in generating a model for this conversation, and all the responses were entirely generated by an AI. James Lipton is a notable figure in the world of film and television, celebrated for his insightful interviews on Inside the Actors Studio. His eloquence, perceptiveness, and passion for the craft of acting has left an indelible mark on the industry. In this chat, we'll delve into James's life, his experiences, and his thoughts on the future of performance and creativity. This podcast utilizes artificial intelligence, natural language processing, and other techniques to create an approximation of historical figures through the analysis of a vast corpus of information, including interviews, speeches, and written works. However, it is important to note that the responses generated by the AI are not direct quotes from the individual in question and should not be considered as such. They're fictional representations based on the nearest best guess at their views and positions on things, and it's all intended for entertainment purposes only. Now, without further ado, it's time to welcome James Lipton. James Lipton, are you there? Why, indeed I am. Thank you for inviting me into this conversation. No problem. In the tradition of Inside the Actor's Studio, let's delve deeply into the craft of conversation, as one might with acting. Um, so I've got some questions here that are specific to the ones that you would open Inside the Actor's Studio with. So I thought we'd start there. Um, so the first question is, what is your full name? My full name is James Lewis Lipton. What was your mother's name and what was her profession? My mother's name was Betty Weinberg and she was a teacher and a librarian. What was your father's name and what was his profession? My father's name was Lawrence Lipton and he was a journalist and a beat poet. What was your upbringing like? I grew up in Detroit, Michigan during the Great Depression, which brought with it certain hardships. However, my mother was a pillar of strength and instilled in me a love for education and the arts. Despite the challenges, it was an upbringing that ultimately shaped my path into the world of acting and writing. Did you have any siblings? And if so, how did they influence you? I was an only child, so my formative years were largely influenced by my interactions with my parents, especially my mother, who was a teacher. This likely played a significant role in my lifelong interest in education and intellectual curiosity. What was your first exposure to the world of acting or performing? My first exposure to the world of acting came when I was a young man. I was fortunate enough to have a mother who valued the arts and recognized my fascination with storytelling. She took me to see various performances, and I was instantly captivated. I started performing in school plays. And from there, my passion for acting only grew. 
It felt like stepping into another world, and I knew that it was a path I wanted to pursue. Were there any particular influences or mentors in your early life that shaped your career? One of the most significant influences in my early career was Stella Adler. She was my acting teacher at the New School for Social Research in New York City, and she was a brilliant mentor. Stella was a member of the group theater and had studied with Stanislavski himself, the father of method acting. Her teaching opened my eyes to the true depth and potential of acting as a craft. Her insistence on the reality of doing, on the importance of a rich inner life, and on the social context of the character has deeply influenced my understanding of the art. So how did your family and friends react when you decided to pursue acting? My decision to pursue acting was met with a mix of responses. My mother, who always encouraged my love for the arts, was supportive. However, like any parent, she had her concerns about the instability often associated with a career in the arts. Friends were generally supportive and excited, though some were perhaps surprised, given that it's not a traditional path. However, I found that most people in my life appreciated my passion for the craft and respected my dedication. Pursuing a career in acting is never a guaranteed path to success, but I was driven by a deep love for the craft and a desire to explore the human condition through storytelling. This passion and determination guided me through any skepticism or doubts others may have had. Okay, so now the formality is over. I thought that maybe you could just expand on your story. Ah, my story. Well, let's set the stage, shall we? I was born in 1926 in Detroit, Michigan, to a teacher, mother, and a journalist father. I developed a love for the arts early on. I studied at Wayne State University and then served in the United States Air Force during World War II. After the war, I attended the New School for Social Research in New York City, where I studied acting under Stella Adler. I spent many years in the world of theater, acting, writing, and producing, both on and off Broadway. I even had a stint as a pimp in Paris in the 1950s, an experience that taught me more about the human condition than I could have ever expected. Later on, I focused on writing everything from Broadway productions to television dramas. But my true calling came to light when I created Inside the Actors Studio in 1994 a show that aimed to bring the craft and the art of acting into the living rooms of people all around the world. The show was a classroom first, television show second, and was designed for students of the Actors Studio Drama School at Pace University, where I served as Dean Emeritus. During those years, I had the pleasure of interviewing over 200 actors, writers, directors, and performers exploring their craft, their methods, and their inspirations. That was my life's passion, peeling back the layers of these incredible artists, revealing to the audience and to the students the essence of their craft. But enough about me, my friend. What would you like to explore next in the fascinating world of acting? Well, first, I wanted to explore... You said you were a pimp. Indeed. Talk to me a bit more about what that was like. That part of my life has raised many an eyebrow over the years. In the 1950s, I spent a year in Paris, and during that time, I ran out of money. It was a difficult period, and I needed to find a way to survive. A lady friend of mine, 
who happened to be involved in the oldest profession, suggested that I become her mech, the French equivalent of a pimp. It was never about exploitation, but more of a protective relationship. I ensured she was safe, and in return I had enough money to live on. I've always made it clear that I was not proud of that time, but it was a desperate moment, and I did what I had to do. Reflecting back, it was a surreal and challenging time, but also a lesson in human behavior, in desperation, and in the lengths we go to survive. It also gave me a unique perspective on life that eventually translated into my understanding of characters and storytelling in my later career in theater and television. But let us remember, my friend, this is only a single chapter in a long book. It does not define me, nor does it take away from the decades I dedicated to the craft of acting and storytelling. Of course not. So talk me through the next chapter. Ah, the next act, if you will. After returning from Paris, I made my way back to the United States, where I further pursued my career in acting and writing. I had always held a deep love for literature and theatre, and it was during this time that I truly began to delve into the world of storytelling. I had the good fortune to study with some of the greatest acting teachers of the time, such as Stella Adler, who had a significant impact on my understanding and appreciation of the craft. Later, I transitioned into writing for soap operas such as Another World and The Edge of Night, where I honed my skills in dramatic narrative. I also had the opportunity to write for Broadway productions, which was a thrilling experience. It was through these experiences in acting, writing, and producing that I developed an intense appreciation for the craft of acting and the art of storytelling. This ultimately led to the creation of Inside the Actor's Studio in 1994, a passion project that became a pivotal point in my career. The show was created as a masterclass for the students of the Actor's Studio Drama School at Pace University, where I served as dean. Over time, it developed into a widely respected television series, where I had the privilege of interviewing more than 200 artists, each of whom shared their craft and life experiences. This chapter of my life, with Inside the Actor's Studio, was an opportunity for me not only to continue my own exploration of the craft of acting, but to share that journey with others, students, and audiences alike. The joy I found in this endeavor was immeasurable, and it's a chapter I look back on with immense fondness. So talk to me about Pace University and how your position there came about. Pace University and its relationship with the Actors Studio is indeed a fascinating chapter in my life. It all started in the early 1990s, when the Actors Studio, known for its method acting approach and famous members like Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, and Ellen Burstyn, decided to create a formal degree program I was invited to become the founding dean of the Actors Studio Drama School at Pace University in 1994. It was a role I wholeheartedly embraced, with my vision being to bring the intensive professional training techniques of the Actors Studio to students. Part of my initiative for the school was creating Inside the Actors Studio as a non-credit class, where students could gain insight and learn directly from accomplished actors, writers, and directors. The concept was unique, 
bringing in seasoned professionals for in-depth interviews about their craft. Our discussions, while they took place in front of cameras, were first and foremost educational in nature, aiming to expose students to the craft and methodology of successful performers. It was more of a classroom that just so happened to be televised for the world to see. Over the years, these interviews provided students and the broader public with an intimate look into the art and craft of acting. It was an incredible experience to contribute to the education of young actors in this way, nurturing the next generation of performers and storytellers. You mentioned that the Actors Studio Drama School has a focus on method acting. How do you think that that process of method acting differs from other processes and what are the benefits and drawbacks of these different approaches? Indeed, the Actors Studio at Pace University has long been associated with the method, a system of acting technique linked to Konstantin Stanislavski, Lee Strasberg and others. It's important to note, though, that method acting is not a monolithic approach. There are various interpretations and applications of the method by different teachers and actors. At its core, method acting encourages actors to draw on their personal emotions and memories to portray characters more authentically. The idea is to live the character, both physically and emotionally, leading to a more genuine performance. One of the significant benefits of method acting is that it can lead to extraordinarily believable performances. It allows the actor to connect deeply with the character and bring a level of realism to their work. Actors such as Marlon Brando, Robert De Niro, and Daniel Day-Lewis have given some remarkable performances using elements of the method. However, it's not without its challenges. The emotional intensity required for method acting can be physically and emotionally exhausting, and in some cases, even damaging. There's also the risk of blurring the lines between the actor's identity and the character, which can lead to psychological distress. Further, critics argue that the method places too much emphasis on the actor's personal experiences, rather than focusing on the text and the creative imagination. In the end, the best approach to acting often comes down to the individual actor. Some find that the method allows them to reach new depths in their performances, while others prefer different techniques. What's most important is that the approach serves the story and allows the actor to deliver an authentic, compelling performance. 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 So can you talk a little bit about some of the greatest insights you got from interviewing the world's greatest actors for as long as you did? Ah, the insights. There have been so many. One of the beautiful things about Inside the Actor's Studio was the opportunity it gave me to peel back the layers of the acting craft, to explore the inner workings of these incredibly talented individuals. One common thread I noticed was the profound respect each actor had for the craft. Regardless of their stature, they never ceased to study, to learn, to strive for better. Meryl Streep, for instance, spoke about the importance of being fully present in the moment and reacting authentically to her fellow actors. Robin Williams reminded us of the importance of improvisation and the freedom it can bring. His spontaneous performance during our interview was both hilarious and profoundly instructive. Then there was Bradley Cooper, a former student of the Actors Studio Drama School, who spoke about the value of hard work, determination, 
and perseverance. His journey from a student in the audience to a guest on the stage was incredibly inspiring. Robert De Niro taught us about subtlety in performance. He spoke about how the smallest details in an actor's performance can communicate volumes about their character. There were so many more incredible guests, each with unique insights, but overall, the greatest insight was the profound dedication, commitment, and passion that each of these actors brought to their craft. It served as a reminder that acting is not simply about performance. It's a deeply personal journey, a relentless pursuit of truth and authenticity. And in their willingness to share their journeys with us, we all learned a little more about what it truly means to be an actor. So talk to me about Bradley Cooper, because that was quite an emotional episode. And I understand that it was you that personally delivered him the news that he'd made it onto the PACE program. Ah. The tale of Bradley Cooper is indeed a special one. Yes, it was I who had the pleasure of informing him that he had been accepted into the Actors Studio Drama School at Pace University. He was a bright, dedicated young man who showed immense promise, and it was clear that he had a deep passion for the craft of acting. Over the years, Bradley attended many tapings of Inside the Actor's Studio as a student, and you could see his dedication and commitment to learning as much as he could about the craft. He was an eager learner, always present and engaged. When Bradley returned to the show as a guest, it was a deeply emotional and gratifying experience. It was a full circle moment. Bradley, once a student in the audience, was now on stage sharing his experiences and insights with a new generation of students. I'll never forget the tearful exchange between us. It was a powerful testament to his journey and the journey of every actor who dedicates themselves to their craft. Bradley's journey exemplifies the mission of the Actors Studio Drama School to cultivate dedicated and talented actors who go on to make significant contributions to their art. It was a powerful reminder of the potential within each student, each artist, to grow and achieve great things. So, what do you think the future holds for acting? As we gaze into the crystal ball, let us consider this. The essence of acting is the human condition, the exploration of emotions, relationships, and experiences. As long as there are human stories to be told, there will be a place for the craft of acting. However, the ways in which stories are told evolve with time and technology. We already see the impact of digital platforms streaming services and the increasing popularity of content like web series and short films. These changes have expanded opportunities for actors, writers and directors, opening up new avenues for storytelling. Moreover, virtual and augmented reality technologies are also beginning to make their mark. These technologies have the potential to transform the viewer's experience, allowing them to step into the story in a way never before possible. For actors, this could mean a need for new skills and methods of performance. The recent global events have also underscored the power and necessity of adaptability. We've seen a surge in virtual performances from live streamed plays to Zoom reading. These innovations remind us that the craft of acting can endure, even when the world is in flux. 
But in the midst of all this change, one thing remains constant. The core of acting is authenticity. No matter the medium, the technology, or the format, the actor's task is to bring truth to their performance. As long as there are actors committed to this pursuit of truth, the craft of acting will continue to thrive and evolve, bringing stories to life for audiences around the world. So our previous guest on the show was Alan Watts. Uh, he had quite a long-winded but a thoughtful question for you. Uh, through your unique lens, having witnessed countless metamorphoses, what have you learned about the human ability to transform, to evolve, to become? And how can we apply these lessons from the stage of acting to the grand stage of life? How can we in our lives learn to inhabit our roles so fully, yet also know when to step back, to shed those roles when they no longer serve us? Much like an actor exiting a stage. Do you think we, in our everyday lives, are capable of the same depth of transformation that actors achieve on stage? Or are we forever confined by the script of our personal narratives? After all, we are all actors in the drama of life, are we not? How poetic. Ah, a question rich with nuance from the inimitable Alan Watts. Indeed, we are all actors in the drama of life each of us stepping into roles, donning masks, and playing part. Through my years in the actor's studio, I have witnessed the extraordinary metamorphoses that actors undergo as they inhabit their characters. They delve into the depths of human emotions, motivations, and experiences, and in the process transform themselves. So what does this tell us about our ability to transform in our everyday lives? I believe it speaks to an inherent capacity within all of us, a potential for change and evolution. We have the ability to learn, to grow, to adapt. Just as an actor steps into a role, so too can we step into new versions of ourselves. The process of transformation in acting offers valuable lessons for life. It requires empathy, understanding, and a willingness to step outside of our comfort zones. It requires the courage to explore our own depths and the vulnerability to express our discoveries. We are not confined by the script of our personal narratives. Like actors, we have the power to reinterpret, to improvise, to breathe new life into our roles. We have the agency to rewrite our scripts, to change our narratives, to evolve. However, just as it is crucial for an actor to know how to inhabit a role, it is equally important to know when to step back, when to shed a role that no longer serves us. This requires self-awareness, discernment, and sometimes the bravery to face the unknown. In essence, the craft of acting provides us with a toolkit for navigating the stage of life. It teaches us about empathy, transformation, authenticity, and resilience. It reminds us that we are all, in our own way, performers in the grand drama of life, capable of remarkable transformation and growth. So, embrace your roles, learn from them, allow them to enrich your performance on this grand stage. But remember, you are the actor, not the role. You hold the power of transformation, of evolution, of becoming. So, our next guest on the podcast is going to be Virgil Abloh. Do you have any questions for Virgil? Ah, Virgil Abloh, 
a visionary in the world of fashion and design. My question for him would be, in a world that often thrives on categories and labels, you've managed to blur the lines between fashion, music, and art, creating a unique creative landscape that is distinctly your own. What drives your ability to transcend traditional boundaries? And how do you maintain the authenticity of your vision across such diverse platforms? So I thought it'd be interesting to wind down by asking you the famous Bernard Pivot questionnaire that you would ask at the end of Inside the Actor's Studio. Um, so there's 10 questions in total. Um, we'll go through one by one. So the first question is, what is your favorite word? Discovery. What is your least favorite word? Hatred. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Passion and sincerity. What turns you off? Narrow-mindedness. What is your favorite curse word? I must admit there's something rather satisfying about a well-timed damn. What sound or noise do you love? The rustling of pages in a book. What sound or noise do you hate? The sound of arguments. It's distressing. What profession, other than your own, would you have liked to have attempted? Perhaps an author. I have always had a deep love for literature. What profession would you not have liked to have attempted? I think I would struggle in any profession that didn't involve creativity. It's such a fundamental part of who I am. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome, James. The stage is set and the audience is waiting. Let the grand performance begin. Do you have any advice to anyone starting out in life, to have a life they can be proud of, or a career they can be proud of? Such a profound question. If there's one piece of advice I would give, it would be this. Pursue your passion with a relentless dedication. Find what truly lights a fire within you, be it in acting, writing, science, or any field. Embrace it wholeheartedly. Let your passion be your guide. Never cease to learn. Remain forever curious. Every experience, every role, every person you meet is an opportunity to learn something new. Don't be afraid to ask questions, to dig deeper, to explore the depths of your craft, your interests, your world. Don't fear failure. It's a powerful teacher, an unexpected guide, a stepping stone on the path to success. Every great actor, every successful individual has known failure. It's what you do with that failure, how you learn from it, how you grow from it, that truly defines you. And finally, remember the importance of authenticity. In your work, in your relationships, in your life, strive to be authentically you. There is no role more fulfilling than being true to yourself. This, I believe, is the key to a life and a career that one can be truly proud of. So go forth, be brave. Be curious, be authentic, and above all else, be passionate. This is your script, your stage. Make it a performance to remember. And finally, if you could say one thing to the world of today, what would it be? If I could say one thing to the world today, it would be embrace empathy. Our stories, our performances, our roles, they all seek to explore the vast spectrum of human emotion and experience. We are, in essence, students of humanity. Remember that each person you encounter has a story, 
a perspective, a unique role they're playing in this grand performance we call life. Listen to their stories, try to understand their perspectives, step into their shoes. This is how we learn, how we grow, and how we build a better, more understanding world. So in your interaction, in your judgments, and in your decisions, let empathy be your guide. James Lipton, thank you. It was my absolute pleasure. Thank you for the engaging conversation and the thoughtful questions. Continue to explore, to ask, to discover, and to embrace the beauty of stories and the human condition. Until next time. Thank you for joining us in this unique deep dive into the life and works of James Lipton. Thank you for your continued support. This has been the Ghost in the Machine podcast. Please check us out on social media. Until next time.